It's Monday, July 22nd. Welcome to Skim This. We're breaking down the most complex stories of the day and giving you the context on why they matter. Today, Iran says it's arrested 17 people and accused them of spying for the U.S. We'll connect the dots on how the U.S. is responding and why there's a history here. Then, anywhere from tens to hundreds of thousands of people are marching in Puerto Rico today, calling for Puerto Rico's governor to resign. We'll tell you why. And finally, we have liftoff. India is hoping to make history on the moon. We're here to make your evening smarter. Let's skim this. The most complicated story today is about Iran and spies. Earlier today, an Iranian official held a news conference introducing himself as the director of counterespionage in Iran. And during that conference, he claimed his department had arrested 17 Iranian citizens who had been trained by the CIA, like the American CIA. This official claimed the Iranian citizens had been spying for the U.S. The official didn't share his name or the names of any of the people who have supposedly been arrested. And he didn't explain why they were suspected of being spies. If anything, he ended up introducing more questions than he answered. So today, we're going to get into what is the deal with the spies? What's Iran saying and what's the U.S. saying? There's a history here, and we'll explain. First, a little reminder. The U.S. and Iran haven't exactly been tight recently. You probably remember seeing all these headlines. Last year, the U.S. dropped out of the Iran nuclear deal. And now, Iran says it's not going to play by all the rules of the deal anymore. In part because this past fall, the U.S. started sanctioning Iran. In April, they called Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps a foreign terrorist organization. And lately, there's been lots of drama over ships in a part of the Persian Gulf called the Strait of Hormuz which one-fifth of the world's oil passes through. So there's been a lot of tension, and there's a lot at stake for Iran. And that brings us to what's being reported today. Iran says today that they broke up a CIA spying ring whose mission was to collect classified information from crucial centers and intelligence and technical operations in Iran. According to Iran, some of these suspected spies said that the CIA promised them that they could migrate to the U.S., get a job, and money. Iran also said that some of these suspected spies have already been sentenced to death. We have to be super clear here. This is all according to the Iranian government. There's no public evidence that the CIA actually hired these spies, or that these spies even exist in the first place. But there's a history of the Iranian government claiming the U.S. is spying on them, in part because a few years ago, the U.S. admitted that it had. In 2013, the CIA said they had been involved in a coup to overthrow Iran's elected prime minister back in 1953. Mohammad Mosaddegh was beloved in Iran. He was introducing a bunch of social and economic policies and nationalizing Iran's oil industry. Until then, Iran's oil had been controlled by the UK. And both the UK and the US were afraid Iran would fall to communism. So they teamed up and the CIA helped pull off a coup. The move destabilized Iran's government and affected the course of history. And Iran can't let it go. So Iran has an intelligence ministry with this counter-espionage department. And that department has gotten to work. They've announced that they've broken up American spy rings before, sometimes without evidence, most recently in April and June of this year. But the U.S. is saying, don't believe everything you read on the internet. Like we said, the U.S. and Iran have been playing the blame game for a while now. President Trump said today that Iran's claim that it captured CIA spies are, quote, totally false. 
Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, who led the CIA until last year, went on Fox News this morning and dismissed the reports, too. It's part of the nature of the Ayatollah to lie to the world. Uh, I, would, I would take with a significant grain of salt any Iranian assertion about actions that they've taken. Pompeo says the lies are all courtesy of Iran's government and its leader, Ayatollah Ali Khamenei. He called it a bad regime that isn't honoring the people of Iran. I'm ultimately convinced that the Iranian people will get the, le the leadership behavior that they so richly deserve. Mr. Secretary, do you think our lack of action... So what's the skim? These reports are coming in the middle of increased tensions between the U.S. and Iran, and it doesn't look like they'll work it out anytime soon. And while all that drama has been going down, EU officials have said they want to keep Iran in the 2015 nuclear deal. But now, tensions between Iran and one of those EU countries are escalating. Last month, the UK detained an Iranian oil tanker, saying it violated EU sanctions. Then on Friday, Iran seized a British oil tanker that was traveling through the Strait of Hormuz, they say to get back at the UK. The UK has promised, quote, serious consequences if Iran doesn't release the British ship soon. Prime Minister Theresa May held an emergency meeting today with top officials to address the situation. But Theresa May's only in power until Wednesday. Her likely replacement, Boris Johnson, hasn't yet said how he would handle this ongoing crisis. Right now, Puerto Rico is having more than just a regular case of the Mondays. Anywhere from tens to hundreds of thousands of demonstrators marched today in the capital of San Juan as part of a massive protest calling for Governor Ricardo Rosello to resign. It was the 10th straight day of protests, and this time, demonstrators took over one of San Juan's busiest highways. But let's back up for a second. Quick recap, Puerto Rico has been going through a lot lately. Since 2006, the island has been in a recession, suffering from a serious debt crisis and high poverty. In 2017, nine months after Governor Rosello took office, Puerto Rico was devastated by Hurricane Maria. The rocky years of recovery are far from over, with the public feeling that the government isn't doing enough to help. Then earlier this month, two top former Puerto Rican officials were part of a group of people arrested and indicted on fraud charges for allegedly misappropriating over $15 million of federal funding. And just over a week ago, almost 900 pages of messages between Governor Rosello and his inner circle were leaked. The group made derogatory comments using vulgar, sexist, and homophobic language about journalists, politicians, and other public figures, and made jokes about Hurricane Maria victims. So yeah, there's been a lot to protest about. The protests have been backed by celebrities like Lin-Manuel Miranda and Ricky Martin, who was the subject of some of those vulgar texts. These protests have been big and loud, lots of music and dancing, people holding signs aimed at the governor, whose name is Ricardo, saying, Ricky Renuncia, which means Ricky resign. Some have gathered outside his official residence to make noise. Yesterday, Rosella said, yeah, I'm sticking around. He said he wouldn't run for re-election in 2020, but he still plans to stick out the rest of his term, which lasts another year and a half. So what now? Lawmakers in Puerto Rico are looking into impeachment. Last Friday, Puerto Rico's House of Reps launched a committee to look into it. They'll have 10 days to provide a report detailing whether or not the governor committed any impeachable offenses. The governor's response? 
He said that he welcomes the people of Puerto Rico's freedom to express themselves and that he's looking forward to defending himself. Pretty positive outlook when you've got people storming towards your door. Today, India said, one more time. This morning, the country launched an unmanned spacecraft on a mission called the Chandrayaan-2. Three, two, one, zero. The Chandrayaan-2 was actually supposed to launch last week, but an hour before liftoff, they had to cancel due to technical issues. Today, it all worked out. India's goal? Become the first country to land on the south pole of the moon and try to find water ice and helium there. This isn't India's first space mission. It sent probes to orbit the moon and Mars before. But if India can pull off a moon landing, it'll be the fourth country to ever do that, behind the US, Russia, and China. That said, it's gonna take a while for the probe to actually attempt the landing. The ETA, sometime in September. Trying something new can be scary. You never really know how it's gonna go. Just like the Apollo 11 moon landing, which happened 50 years ago. We've got a Skim Notes audio episode on Apollo 11, plus a deep dive on the future of space exploration in our Skim app. Before we go today, we've got a fun fact coming to you from your social. Bad news for Instagrammers everywhere. Daffodil Hill in California is closing up shop. You may not know the name, but you've probably seen it on Instagram. The property was purchased in the 1800s and became famous for its fields filled with thousands of white and yellow daffodils. This year, social media influencers have been swarming it to get a picture-perfect shot. But now, the owners are saying, sorry, we're closed. The reason is because Daffodil Hill's, quote, overwhelming popularity has created liability and safety concerns. It's gotten so big that some people have waited two hours just to park. So much for stopping and smelling the flowers. And that's all for Skim This. Thanks again for listening and be sure to hit subscribe and rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to add the Skim to your morning routine, you can sign up for our free newsletter, The Daily Skim, right on our website at theskim.com. It's everything you need to know to start your day right in your inbox.